Empower Radio presents The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Kroll. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Each week we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. And when you think of separation, you may think about how we view time, past, present, and future, or maybe snapshots of time and history that mark different occasions and memories. Many say this is the most significant time in human history that we are at the tipping point, a choice point, a time of complete evolution that we're conscious of. And we can all relate to the dramatic changes that are occurring on every level. We are in liminal space, the in-between transitional time of what we know and what we can't even imagine that unknown future that we're all thinking about as things break down and and don't work the way they used to work. Everything is evolving to a higher order. And if it's not, it's breaking down and falling away. Today, with my guest, we are going to invite you to presence that unknown future with courage, resilience, strength, and creativity, like the sweet liminal space between sleep and wakefulness, we have the opportunity to navigate this threshold as lucid, conscious co-creators. I invite you to take a few deep breaths, bring your awareness into this moment, open your mind and heart, and settle into your essential wholeness. As I introduce our guest, a frequent guest here on Empower Radio and this show, Cheryl Lynn. She's a medical intuitive and cosmic conduit who uses powerful, divinely guided healing techniques to bring your body into balance. Cheryl also assists in clearing blocks, transmuting energy, transforming old patterns and clearing your channel so that you can tune in more easily and consistently to higher levels of consciousness and she is a master at that i am so happy to bring her back cheryl welcome thank you julie i love being on your show and our conversations always are full of amazing insights and always a lot of fun so glad to be here yeah well i'm happy to have you back too and I, I always love where our conversation goes and, and most of the time don't even want to plan for it because who knows what will pop in. We've had some really fascinating conversations over the years, but we've both been working with clients and there's so much going on right now in this present time. If we want to talk about the illusion of time, we can do that too. But I labeled this time as, as this liminal space. And I think it's important to just first talk about this liminal space because we're in this in-between time, this transitional time, um, really this, this threshold. We, we know what the distance past is like, but we really have no idea what's coming. We all kind of have our own ideas. And and Cheryl, I really wanna I really wanna talk about liminal space, but I also want to talk about this can't imagine 
the future part of it too, because because there's some important pieces there. But let's pause here first, and um, I'm going to let you jump in here with this liminal space and see if that that term resonates with you at all. Well, it was funny because when you mentioned that that might be a, a thing that we could talk about today, I just had a session with a client, and that's exactly what we were exploring, where it's hard to explain, but I know that your listeners, many of your listeners are going to relate to this feeling of walking in two places at the same time, like two different worlds. Like there's this this very grounded place where, you know, we walk out our door, get in a car or take a walk to a store and we'll do some grocery shopping, you know, just everyday kind of activities. And there's that, but it almost feels as if we're, while we're doing that sometimes, that we're kind of maybe a little spacey or like it almost feels like we're somewhere else at the same time. And, you know, not everyone is would describe it that way, but there's times where you feel like, how the, how the heck did I get from point A to point B. I don't even remember how I got here. And it's a really interesting phenomenon. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and for me, my perception and interpretation of it when it happens to me or when it happens to other people is that we're actually in between worlds. We're in between realities. And that, you know, our existence, whether you... Um, whether you interpret it as being multidimensional, where you actually can exist in different dimensions of reality, or whether it's just perhaps tapping into something in our DNA, something in ourselves, like memories from other times, not just times that we perhaps have lived but also our ancestors, and that when, as we walk around and we're carrying all of this with us, all of these cellular member, memories from when we were little, all these memories from, like I, I, I believe that, you know, from other lifetimes, whether you actually believe in past lives where you were the one that was living that lifetime, or you just believe that somehow we're connected to our ancestors' lives they lived. It's still this feeling of connection beyond the current reality that, we can tangibly reach out and grab. And so as I was working with this client today, um, it was very interesting because what I saw was that the issue that they were having could be resolved by collapsing the timelines together, kind of merging them together so that they weren't going in and out of between different um levels of reality, even, you know, in the conscious or unconscious. It was fascinating. You could feel that the issues she was having with her heart were really because she was skipping around and then her heart was skipping around too. It was very cool. So um, so when you mentioned this topic, I thought, well, you know, my experience is, is that we do move in and out of different dimensions of reality. And what does that mean for us? Mm. I love how your experience, uh, we are always 
so tuned in and it's <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that you were having this session with this client at the same time that I was getting we're supposed to talk about this liminal space and how to navigate it and and one year ago we were talking about how to navigate the turbulent times because there's so much going on post election and it, so it's kind of fun to really explore you had mentioned the multidimensional self and many of us especially intuitive um, light workers on the planet will say um, they they've walked between worlds they've walked in two worlds for a very long time and and that happens a lot of shamanic practitioners a lot you know that's that's a reality so when you're working with this client you're talking about collapsing the timelines i think it's really fascinating because here we are we are multidimensional beings and literally um whether whether we want to see this in the linear three-dimensional way of separation um then we're going to feel more of that chasm more of that in between and yet when we really understand the illusion of separation and that we're not separate and that literally um there's there's a part of us that's connected with all things in the universe we're tapping into that that veil is so thin or gone for so many of us now and so we're really having these multi-dimensional experiences like you like you mentioned yeah so the, the, the collapsing part um as as you're explaining it and in your perception of it as the collapsing part is just really what it's doing is it's taking our, the illusion of separation of all of these different dimensions of us and bringing them all together, merging them together so that we don't actually experience them as separate, that we can have that feeling of, you know, being, being in more than one place at the same time. And, it's, and it doesn't upset the physical body as much because there's a deeper understanding of the fact that this is actually our normal state, I believe, that we're meant to function in different dimensions of reality at the same time. And that the only reason that we see it as separate is because it's the only way that our, our human minds have been able to understand it up until this point. Mm. You know, I, I appreciate hearing your, your words and there are so many different ways that people are you know trying to assist us in understanding this and you know using metaphors is a beautiful thing and i really appreciate your your words that say that this is our natural state of being and we are to be in different dimensions at the same time but here we are with the body and i i appreciate you bringing that in that you know, that's hard on the body. <laughs> so what are you noticing with your clients? You work with a lot of clients, you're doing healing work. And I know there's a lot of just really strange things that happen in this time of liminal space, this time of in between, this time of adjustment, and, and maybe the convergence and the collapse of those timelines. There's a lot happening. What are you noticing? Well, there's so many different symptoms and, you know, you should always check with your medical doctor just to make sure, you know, have the whatever tests need to, to happen um, to make sure that it isn't something 
physiological. But there are all sorts of things like um, memory is a big one. A lot of people say, oh, my God, you know, and it's not an age thing. It's not just people who are, you know, over a certain age that are experiencing this. But even some of my younger friends and clients have said, I feel like I must be developing early onset Alzheimer's or something because I, I can't remember things and I feel like I'm spacing out um, and I'm not able to track things lin- linearly as easily. And um, I think that, that that's one of those symptoms that I find really fascinating. And again, it's because when you're, if you can imagine, if you didn't have a physical body and you were just a being of light floating around wherever you're floating around, there's a lot of things that you don't wouldn't need to remember, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. you don't need to remember where you parked your car because you don't have a car. You're traveling around as light. So things like that, um, you know, can be disturbing to our human mind because we have to get somewhere. We don't know where we put our keys or we have to, um, you know, remember where we left our purse and um, because otherwise we're not, not going to be able to pay for the the groceries at the store. So there's all this practical, on a practical level, there are things like that. Other things that I've, um, that I've noticed, there's a lot of, uh, you know, with this particular client I was mentioning earlier, a lot of heart irregularities. It might be blood pressure, it might be arrhythmia, it's different things where there's irregular heartbeat. And the fascinating thing with what I am starting to some in some of these cases is again that there's a different um, pattern or um, way of the blood flowing that's requ- required depending on your state of consciousness, like where where you are and what kind of dimension you're functioning in. And so sometimes what what I think is happening, what it seems to be happening, is that the body starts getting confused. Because, okay, in this state, we don't need the blood to pump as quickly. It can just be more zen-like and just calm. And in this other state, we need it to go much more rapidly because the energy is much more rapid in this other dimension. So what happens to our human bodies as we're walking around the planet is it's getting mixed messages. They're up and down and, and sideways and making us not feel so good. So now I'm not saying that this is um, always the case. Sometimes there, is, there are actual sort of structural things or degenerative conditions in the heart, you know, that that are not related to this. But I'm noticing more and more with clients when we go in and kind of understand that the heart is getting confused and the circulatory system just needs a regulation to remind it of what is normal for a human body often everything comes back into balance. And I've had a lot of success with clients where, you know, they've had irregular heartbeats and, you know, it comes back into um, something more regular. So um, that's another thing. I don't know if you want, I I can give plenty more examples of different things that um, people are experiencing. And I'm sure you too, working with clients, there's different kinds of You know, this is this is a fascinating topic when we're talking about this physical body because, really, we're not um, 
we're learning how to bring this vibrational frequency in and really come home, right? Like, like mm-hmm. come back home. And what does that really mean? Many of us are like, no, I'm a light being. I want to be out there. But one of the things that I think has been really helpful for my clients and the, and the people I work with is to really look at connecting with that light within, like coming home to the body with the consciousness, coming into that place that's inside, that's connected with all things and really grounding that in a whole new way. Like it's a, it's a new vibrational frequency and it's, and our bodies aren't attuned to it and it's, and it's different, but we can create that coherence just by our awareness. And what do you think about that as a technique? Is that, is that something that is on track or do you think that there's there's more to this well i think it depends on the client and the you know the individual but what you're describing i'm imagining um you know and i do i do have clients that are dealing with anxiety i think yes many of us are dealing with anxiety and fear and worry um just because of the intensity of what's going on on the planet politically and and with our climate and there's just so many things and it's not that we've talked about this before it's not that this is particularly unusual because the planet has gone through many different times where it's been extremely stressful to be a human on the planet but we're just talking about this time and there is a lot the anxiety is high and what you describe is coming back to the essence of the self as the self is connected to all that is, brings calm to the body. And then it brings calm to the the person who is experiencing the anxiety because the anxiety only exists in the mind and when we're projecting possibilities into the future and thinking about things that have happened in the past. But in the present moment, we can keep coming back to that as you as you mentioned, that core of who we are, we're connected to the infinite, to all of our higher levels of consciousness, whether whether we perceive them as separate or as, if we understand that it's all us. Either way, connecting to that essence of who we are is the, the still point. It's the point where there is nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be anxious about because it's all unfolding in each moment just as it as it always has and when it's time for us to know what's next then that's what happens so I think as far as relieving anxiety and just bringing peace and that's how we it's the only place we can really come up with solutions and deal with things in our life is when we come from that still place and we understand what is the truth beyond the illusion. Yeah, coming home to that still point, that still place, it's like going to center and and just remembering who we really are. And if we go into the mind and we project into the future and we're full of anxiety, it literally narrows everything. And, you know, we've talked about this before um, on different shows, but literally as a coping mechanism of this liminal space, 
sometimes anchoring that light, just like you, when, when you were talking, Cheryl, I, I saw this, um, whether you, when you said, whether you see that as you, all of those different levels, or you see them as separate and connecting. And I just saw this thread of light, like it wouldn't matter if you saw it as you, if you saw it as God, the universe or different levels of your own consciousness, but this thread that comes and goes into that still point, like you had mentioned here, that that is kind of like this stabilizing. It's kind of like the rudder on the ship, right? That just keeps us in the flow with things instead of getting thrown around. If we, And you're right. The anxiety is really, really high right now. It's interesting because as you were, as, as I was listening to you add your piece about this, that still point and that, that center, I was thinking about how there are so many people in my life and clients and friends who don't know how to or how to switch from being reactive to responding to the environment, responding to other people, responding to, you know, how, how do we respond when someone is gets very disturbed by something in the news or how do we respond ourselves when we hear something and you know, there's a moment of shock you know, with, with a sh- when there's a shooting or there's, you know, a, a lot of deaths because of a natural disaster. And how we react and, or respond to it is, there is a key to, for me, that coping with the, I just keep seeing the swirling vortex of, what, of what's happening in, on the planet. And, you know, at times it speeds up and it seems overwhelming. And then at other times, you know, we seem to be able to, you know, find more of a a balanced place to observe it from. But when we really strive to strengthen our core is what the term that I use, like really strengthen your core. And what that core is, it's that still point that's connected to all of infinite wisdom. When you have that strong core, it doesn't matter. You can be in the presence of anything and it won't shake your core because you understand that nothing can actually take you out. That even though, you know, we, we could all, our physical bodies could be taken out, um, you know, by getting hit by a bus or you never know. Um, but our essence is infinite and continues. And when you have that knowing, that deep, deep knowing, then if you hear some news that's troubling or if someone's on a rant and trying to convince you that they're right, you don't tend to be as reactive and, th- and want to engage in an argument with them or try and convince them of your way. You can look at and, and have a more of a compassion for your fellow humans because you realize everyone is in this swirling vortex. We're all in it and everyone's going to have a different way of responding to it. So I think that but this particular um, finding that still point, strengthening your core is, for me, the best. It's the key to everything. It really is the key to walking around as a connected, sovereign being. Mm. 
connected, sovereign being. I love that. You know, I want to talk a, a lot more about fear and the role of fear after the break, but I just want to comment to what you said before we go to break, because I think it's really important. And really what we know about fear, and it's just triggered by the mind. It's just triggered by a thought. And some even say it's it's not an emotion, it's a state of being. It's like it's a body reaction where the state of the mind ravages the body and constricts everything. It literally narrows our perception, our view of the world. It constricts our muscles. It does everything. There's so much that we know about the physiology. But I just want to say one thing, and then we're going to go to, to break and, and make a note if you want to follow up with it, Cheryl. But this fear piece that and and we're all feeling it it literally kind of acts like this heavy wet blanket on our consciousness like it shifts us into three-dimensional reality right away and then everything exacerbates from that point so we we talked about this multi-dimensional beingness and what it really means to be in different dimensions at the same time and and allow that with our consciousness and literally fear is one of those one of those triggers that literally bring us right back into that three-dimensional reality and looking at time and space and and that looking at the world linearly and coming into even more anxiety and fear it's snowballs okay I have said a lot there, Cheryl. I would love for you to jump in, but we're going <laughs> to we're going to take a quick break and then we'll talk more about fear and we'll talk more about this liminal space and how you can really get your multidimensional mojo on. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Meditation channel, nonstop meditation music, 24 hours a day in the new Empower Radio app. Music to empower your meditation, help you relax, sleep, or provide a calm background while you work. The Empower Meditation channel is interruption-free. Listen now with the Empower Radio app, free in the App Store, or listen online at empower.fm. Soothe your soul, calm your mind. The Empower Meditation channel. Welcome to the ocean. I've sailed the seven seas a hundred times and found something I like even more than me treasure. Tis the ocean, beautiful and clear. Right now, I'd be sailing over the Great Barrier Reef. It just shivers me timbers thinking of all the fish and coral below me. Wait, what's that floating by? A plastic bag! By Blackbeard's eye patch, that's disgusting. Why did you know that many of these things come from folks throwing them carelessly on the ground? It'd be true. Lend us a hand by always recycling and disposing of your trash properly. Boys, get the plank ready. Somebody's got to dive in and get that bag. Any volunteers? All right, fine. I'll do it myself. Find out what you can do to help keep the oceans healthy at KeepOceansClean.org. Brought to you by the Keep Oceans Clean Alliance and the Ad Council. 
This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space. Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. There's hundreds of fun and simple things you and your family can do to live a healthier lifestyle. Here's 20 of them. Walk to work, walk the dog, have the dog walk you, take a hike, take a bike, skate, dance, hop, jump, do the Humpty Hump, skip seconds, skip dessert, skip, skip, skip to my loot, don't skip breakfast, drink H2O, lower your sodium, raise the roof, shake your booty, stock up in vegetables, and don't forget to eat them. <sighs> Search We Can online to find more ways you and your family can get healthy together. A message from the Ad Council, HHS, and NIH's We Can program. Smile. You found Empower Radio. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected on Empower Radio. Welcome back. Hey, if you are inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and maybe even listen to it again. You can do that by visiting my website at thedrjulieshow.com where you'll find all the archive links as well as a listing of upcoming guests. Again, that's thedrjulieshow.com. Also, stay connected all week on our Facebook page, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie, where we continue the conversation. I'm here today with Cheryl Lynn. Many of you know her as your favorite cosmic conduit in the world. You can find her and so much more about her work in the world at thecosmicconduit.com. Again, that's thecosmicconduit.com. Make sure you put the the in that URL. Cheryl, right before the break, we were talking about fear. And I think it's I, I think it's worthy to to bring that back again before we move on to the conversation because fear is a big thing and there's so much in the world that's happening that's unfamiliar it's it's we've never been here before and we are we're going through i'm going to bring back that liminal space it's like we know what's been we know where we've been we know what feels like it's breaking down and you you mentioned the being reactive versus responsive. When we look at the unknown future and we be responsive with everything that's breaking down and shifting and evolving and changing, this responsive can really turn into co-creation. And so I'm going to bring back the fear because fear prevents us from being spontaneous and creative and responsive and all of those yummy things of really creating in the present moment. It really brings us back down into that three-dimensional reality. It causes a lot more physiological things happening in our system, but also narrows our perception of the world. Do you want, What do you think about this when we're talking about 
co-creative space and and where we're at right now with this responsive place. That's a this is a big topic, but um, but related to the whole idea of liminal space, the space in between. I think that the most important thing, first of all, is to understand that there are many forces out there in our world that are fear-mongering, you know, that are mm-hmm. perpetuating an environment of fear. And it's important for us to understand this, to see where things are being amplified and magnified to make it seem like it's worse than it is. And to always come back to asking ourselves, what is the truth? Do I even, am I even sure that what I'm hearing on the news or what that friend just told me is that, am I, am I seeing the whole picture or am I being just fed enough to get me into a fearful state? So that I think on a mass consciousness level is an important, really important thing. On a more personal level, I think there are many ways to shift out of fear, and a lot of them have to do with creating new pathways in the brain that don't have us, well, that, that have us take our thoughts a different, on a different path, on a different trajectory. So when we're presented with something like um, the possibility of a nuclear war or a war, doesn't have to be nuclear, a war. And immediately our brain starts thinking about, oh, remember when this happened in history and then that happened and then, you know, like World War II and then Hitler, Hitler got um, in power and then this happened. Well, that has a familiar feeling. There's elements of what's going on in our world right now that have a familiar feeling. So maybe that same thing is going to happen. And the reality is, is there's no such thing as the exact same thing happening. Everything is different. The players on the planet are different. There's different people. Um, Countries have developed in different ways. And even in our own lives, the person that we brought to the table yesterday is slightly different the very next day, even on a cellular level, as we shed skin and we have new experiences. We're we're in a co-creative process with our own being, and so to remember that I think is is also another key of navigating around fear and realizing that it really is often a, a habit that we have gotten into where we analyze things based on our past experiences because, and it makes sense because we don't actually know yet what's around the corner. We never have known really what's around the corner. Uh, You know, even people who have um, psychic clairvoyant abilities, you know, there's very few that are 100% accurate about what they're, what they can see uh, into the future. And so, you know, there's always an element of unknown. So we've always been dealing with an unknown. And if we can learn to be more playful about it in our own being and more receptive to the idea that it could turn out really well and we could be part of it turning out really well, that we could tune into what our piece is. We've talked about being the piece of the puzzle that you came here to be. 
the player in the symphony that you you are here to be. And when we start tuning in, well, what is my part in this? I can't do everything. Then that helps us feel proactive, like we're actually being part of shifting things, whether it's in our own life or you know in the community or in the whole planet. Um, but that that for me, it alleviates that feeling of anxiety because there is always something to do, even if it's just getting really quiet and not getting hooked in by those that are perpetuating fear. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. I, I can't, um, I can't agree more about this, the role of fear and really that, that, the illusion of separation is creating more fear. There are those that are fear mongering. And a lot of that is to keep us in the same place that we were like, it's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. All of these things that are unfolding. And I just want to say that, um, you know, I believe there's a creative force at work here. There's this benevolent force. And so I'm wondering if you could speak to this when we're talking about reactive and responsive. I'm also thinking literally of this fear force that we're talking about and and all these different places that could trip us up is that if we turn our attention and focus toward that source of light, like we're talking about toward um, that new way of being, like letting go of the history, the time, the memories, like you were talking about earlier, which is really fascinating. Like we're having memory issues. Well, we're not really playing fully in this three-dimensional timeline right now. And we're also accessing this universal intelligence that is within us. And so we really don't need to remember a lot of things. So I'm wondering what you think about refocusing our attention on, on the light, on the emerging, on that that creative space that maybe we can't even imagine right now, but if we imagine it, we're putting it back into that memory place, right? We're putting it into what we know has always been. So I'm wondering what this leap of faith can move us into as we focus on, on the unknown, on that unknown future, on this, this potential that exists within us. Mm. That's a lot, Cheryl. Sorry. I'm like on the okay. road here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both have a lot to say on this topic. It's great. Um, so what I thought of was we all have had those times where we're we're in the fear. We're in this. For me, it always happens at night. Things seem so much worse when the sun goes down <laughs> and you're just in, in bed trying to sleep with your thoughts going all over and over and over again. You wake up the next morning, it's like, why was I so concerned about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> but when you're in the thick of it, it's sometimes hard. I'm just going to acknowledge for those of you that, that might be thinking, well, you know, when I get scared like that, I, I don't know how to get out of it. I don't know the path out. First of all, it, it always ends. It always shifts. Things go from one thought to another and one feeling to another. So we're in constant motion emotionally. And the way that 
I think is best to help us remember is to when we're in those times where we feel that connection, where we understand on some level that we are infinite and that we are connected and that we are co-creators, in those moments to find some anchor for yourself. I know for, I'm thinking of one client in particular where she had a moment where she felt the presence. She said she described it as feeling the presence of God, and it was so powerful and so beautiful. And she saw this light, and it was a light in the. She said in her perception, it was a light in the distance, but it felt like it was connected to her own heart, and it was this beautiful kind of rosy colored light. And so that became her anchor whenever she was afraid. She would ask to be shown the light, that light, and it would immediately start calming her down and bring her back to the truth, which is that in that presence, in that connection to the divine, there's nothing to fear. Everything is is fine. And, you know, for some people it might be something, you know, more earthly, like a tree or something just visualizing a favorite tree that when you sit under that tree, you feel totally calm and it seems like the tree is your thing that steadies you and anchors you and you feel connected to the roots. So it might be something like that. But find that place in you and and remember those times where you did feel that connection. Whatever that connection feels like to you is unique to each of us. But when you feel that, then make a decision that that's going to be the place you're going to return to. And just pick something that feels like it would help you remember in those times where fear kind of takes over. Mm. Thank you. That's a really good example. I When you were speaking of this connection and feeling this connection and your client feeling the presence of God, this presencing. And I really appreciate you bringing in nature too, that some just need to feel that connection with that tree or a connection with the sunset or connection with the earth, like laying on the earth, even if it's snowing outside. But I, I like to talk about what I call the wholeness code in that this is exactly what you're speaking of, that we are whole beings and we're remembering that we're whole beings contributing to and in service of this greater whole. And so when we find ourselves connected with something outside of ourselves, I think it's a real visceral experience that we go, oh yeah, I am connected, just like your client feeling the presence of God creator source or connecting with um, I have a brand new granddaughter and she's adorable and just connecting with a baby connecting with a pet connecting with a dear friend whatever that is going to that connection piece seems to be really good medicine for where we're at right now connection absolutely absolutely yeah, and, and it's different for everyone, like you said. You know, yeah. For some, connecting with an animal is their anchor. And you don't have to. One of the things, I have a lot of friends who are, they've got to be out in nature, got to be out in nature. And then they feel like themselves again. 
but find you can find little ways, even if you're traveling or your nature's your thing, or with you with your granddaughter. You might not be able to be physically near her. You can close your eyes and kind of remember that new baby smell and the you know that warmth that you feel when you're with her, and bring that in etherically, and it can have the same effect. I I, I always like to make sure that our for me that it's all to go. So I don't <laughs> I don't have to have walk around with a toolbox of all of these techniques and things that I have to have in my life in order to ground myself or connect, feel connected. That it, it walks around with me and I can bring it in a theoretical. Mm. And literally, I just want to bring this back in too, Cheryl. It literally is walking around with you, right? We have so many resources within that we can turn to in any moment, which which brings me to this um, really trusting this shift as good, like understanding we're in this evolution of consciousness, we're becoming, we're expanding, we're becoming higher vibrational beings, and we really are in a leap of faith in this liminal space we're in this leap of faith and we can go kicking and screaming and and digging our feet in or we can really begin to welcome the change consciously like notice it invite it you know just like you were talking about within our our day and our routine of going to the grocery store and and finding the car keys all of that like literally welcome all those new ways of being as we're in this process what well, what might you say to our listeners about welcoming this change and and literally taking that leap of faith into this great unified field of consciousness well, again, back to we're on a journey that our lives are, I see them as a journey. Like we're, we're nothing is static. And so as we're moving along, moving about our day, there's going to be some days it's going to be more difficult to come back to that center and that still point. Other times it will feel a lot smoother and we'll, we'll feel that connection more deeply. Just, I think, really understanding that everything from our our spiritual being, our emotional being, our physical body, it's all meant to shift and change and be dynamic in its expression. And so if you feel like you're hitting a, a block, a lot of people talk about, I feel so blocked, I need to break through. There is movement, even when your perception would tell you otherwise. There always is movement. There is always something happening. And when you understand that, it's all moving you towards a greater awareness and a greater openness to the co-creative process. and not be so, we have a tendency, at least in this country, to be so goal-oriented. You know, well, what am I supposed to do next? And what about this project that I, I have all these ideas about how to help, but, but if things aren't working out, it's like, it's a process. Just one step at a time, do what's in front of you, and it will all unfold, and you'll, you'll be shown 
when you when you trust and stop trying to control everything, you'll be shown when it's time to take an action or to make a decision. And until then, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Rest when you're when you kind of get the message. I better take a break because I'm stressing myself out here. And just trust. I think is a big word that. It's all unfolding as it should. Yes, there. Are, it's all unfolding as it should, and acknowledging it can be scary. <laughs> and there, there's just you're so wise, and I, I can just hear your voice over the years saying, you know, trust or um, the universe has your back going to that place of, of you'll be shown when it's time, you'll be guided. And you have this calm way of really inviting, inviting people into their fullness in the imperfection of who they are as well. Just, you know, here we are, we're fumbling. Sometimes we get scared. It's okay. It's like, there's no perfection here and it's all perfection. And I, I love that about you. Thank you. Very, thank you. That 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 feels very good. And it's funny because I'm thinking about it's all unfolding exactly as it should, and timing and everything. And I remember when you and I would talk about you having a radio show eventually. And um, you know, it seemed like, nah, I'm not gonna. No, I can't imagine doing that. Now look at you. (laughs) (laughs) You have an amazing radio show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it, you know, and th- this this topic is an important one for me as well. And I like I just want to um, share this message with the planet. And, you know, this platform is not big enough because it is a scary time, but it doesn't have to be a scary time when we really come into that, just like you were saying, you know, coming into that, that core, strengthening your core, staying connected, and really understanding all these shifts that are taking place around us. There's one more piece that I want to add to this, Cheryl, too, and and get your opinion on is, we've been asking for change for a very long time. And here we are in this place of change. And the old saying is, you know, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you always got. And now is our time to just go, okay, I can co-create the change. Or I could sit back and be in witness of it. Or I could be totally resistant, like you were saying, or go into fear. There's lots of ways that we get to navigate this liminal space right now because we don't know what tomorrow might bring. And yet, if we always do what we've always done, we're going to get what we've always got. So this is our chance to go, hmm, how do I want to be in this moment? And how do I want to experience life? So I'm wondering if you have any advice for our listeners today, any advice on really jumping into co-creation and what that really looks like. You know, we've been through um, understanding the law of attraction and we've done all this metaphysical and here you are the con- the cosmic conduit and you really do have a good way of helping people feel that connectedness with that higher self. So what would be some last words you have 
on co-creating change purposefully, meaningfully at this time on the planet? I think probably the, the best that I can offer is to remind everyone that we each have our own unique way and not to compare yourself with others or feel the pressure to have it look a certain way. That when you understand that your unique way may not be very public, for instance. Maybe it's something that you're doing that's much more under the radar. And that if you are called to do something more like a big project, that at all times you are being supported more than you know. That there are forces, what do you call it, God, angels, guides, there are forces that are working with you. And when you get in alignment, the truth of who you are and really understand your unique gifts and abilities, then all of that support is there to help you, to assist you, to bring you the resources that you need to help you open up to the ideas that will create whatever it is that you're dreaming up. And to know that you're, you're never doing it alone. And when you start to share your ideas with others, you're going to be surprised at how many say, oh, my God, you too, you, you had this idea or you had, you had, I had a similar idea and maybe we can work together. Or maybe I can fund your project. Or maybe I know someone who would love to help you. You'll be amazed at when you just trust that, you have the ability to create in whatever way you are meant to create. And you just trust that. Mm. You'll just be amazed at what will unfold. Trust, trust, trust. Thank you for that, Cheryl. I have a friend who, who talks about trusting benevolent change. And trusting is this really important piece what you're talking about um, triggered in me the trust that we are so guided and taken care of it doesn't matter who has that idea all of a sudden you're going to find there are myriad of others that are coming up with same ideas of solutions and and beautiful beautiful things that are happening on the planet gosh i could talk forever cheryl but i need to thank you for joining us again and thank you for that inspiration i i love the stories that you tell of clients and what we're going through it's always good to keep a pulse on on what's happening out there so thank you for joining us again thank you and thank all your listeners that are tuning in and um just keep trusting and keep on going i love that word yeah i love that word trusting 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 you know i'm just gonna just end this with that liminal space piece again of really trusting the process. That's one of my favorite terms, trusting the process. We are in a liminal space between what we knew to be true and real and what we can't even imagine. So let's focus on 
how amazing it will be because we can't even imagine all the change that's coming. You've been listening to the Dr. Julie show, all things connected. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And thanks again to Cheryl Lynn. You can find her at the cosmic conduit. And remember, together, we're creating connections for the good of the whole. Until next time, I am sending you a world of love. Bye for now.